Which one is that? The the blood, blood and honey. Hot? Yeah, it tastes a little weird, right? I I just took a sip of it after drinking the Bach. It's kind of yeah. So I kind of wanted to read this thing here. Uh, I was looking into this. There's a book that I've had a little bit of, little book called The Art of Living that I got from a good buddy of mine back in Denton. Shout out to Leo if you're listening. Thank you, Leo. Leo. Um, It's a good book. Uh, Okay, so check this out. When you are faithfully occupied with performing the acts of a wise and decent person, Seeking to conform your intentions and acts to the, the, uh, to the divine will, you uh, do not feel victimized by the words or deeds of others. At worst, those words and deeds will seem amusing or pitiable. Uh, except for extreme physical abuse, other people cannot hurt you unless you allow them to. And this holds true even if the person is your parent, brother, sister, teacher, or employer. Don't consent to be hurt, and you won't be hurt. This is a choice over which you have control. So I like that, right? So this this little book here—it's a tiny little book, um, but it's filled with a lot of wisdom in that regard. And I figured that was relevant to uh, what we had agreed to talk about today beforehand, which was censorship mm-hmm. and language. <laughs> so so people will stop being sensitive ninnies. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just call them ninnies now. Just fucking ninnies now. Because, um, yeah, words are words, man. Words like, are words, yeah. They have they have a certain power uh, if you let if them. If you let them. If you exactly. let them, exactly. So, yeah. I just felt that was worth mentioning because uh, I did have a little bit of, uh, not necessarily doubt, but a little bit of, uh, I don't know, just kind of like looking at the last episode we did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was a bit crass here and there, for mm-hmm. instance, I, myself, you know, with the words I chose. Uh, not that I have any, uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any, like, uh, anything against using the word fuck or, you know, mm. anything like that or any kind of seemingly foul language or anything like that. That's just kind of how I speak, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a thing. But I, I just thought I should mention that because, uh, you know, as we continue doing this, we are going to be talking about some some pretty controversial things at, yeah. some, at some points, I'm sure. Which maybe to us will seem not so controversial. <laughs> You're like, whatever, who the fuck cares? That's what we talk about. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to, um, people kind of have to um, understand that, that there is sarcasm in some things that we say. And there is joking yeah, we don't we don't take ourselves super seriously. No, no, so no. We can talk about a topic and and talk about some real stuff, but at yeah. the same time, we could poke fun at things. Yeah, um, and yeah, words are words. Like, I I can't control how someone feels about something we say. That's completely up to them. Yeah, you know. Um, and we said like in the very first episode that we're not trying to ruffle feathers. Yeah. So if we say something that offends you, um. You know, it's kind of, kind of on you on how you take it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that is also to say, by the way, anyone who does become offended, and this is more of a, a preface for anything that could possibly interpret it that way. I don't think we've offended anybody. We may have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, just send us a message or like a comment or something with a reasonable 
statement, you know, of like, hey, this is a thing, whatever. But, but the, but, the challenge is, don't attack us. Exactly. That's that's the challenge. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know what? You you guys should educate yourselves about this thing, mm-hmm. I feel. Blah, 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 blah. And then proceed to educate us. And then maybe, hey, you know, we'll fucking have you on the podcast and we'll talk it out and just be like, cool. Like, let's do this. Yeah. I'm all for being educated. I can admit if, if I made a mistake or if I said something that I was like, okay, my bad. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. So by all means, you know, please put me in my place. And and please don't don't start your uh, your email with um, telling us how much um, sense of humor you have. <laughs> I, can, I can see that being a thing. And b- believe me, I I know comedy. Believe me, I know things. <laughs> because it, and that was not funny. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Bill Burr has already put that into perspective for me. It's like it's funny until the topic is is centered around something that that you either are or or believe. Um, you know, so uh, yeah. I, I think everybody's fair game when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, and, the, uh, you know, playing into the censorship thing, you know, comedy, I don't think there should be boundaries when it comes to comedy. Um, that kind of bugs me when people are like, oh, don't tell a rape joke. Uh, don't tell fat jokes. Uh, you know, everything can be, be, be made fun. If it, f- humor comes from tragedy. Yeah. So, you know. But there's also... Uh, I will say there also are more clever ways of going about creating yes. jokes. Don't right? be hack. Yeah, exactly. don't be hack. Don't be like a the hack asshole. It's just like, yeah, I'm an asshole. That's my personality. That's uh-huh. my comedic personality. Yeah, if you tell a rape joke and I don't laugh, it's not that I'm offended by the rape joke. If anything, I'm 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 looking at you like really like that. That's what you came up with. You're offended by the lack of creativity. Exactly. That's a poorly constructed joke, my my good friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if I'm not laughing at your jokes, it's not that I'm offended or that I I uh, I don't find you funny. Um, it's just the way you constructed that joke wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not gonna sit there and 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 call you out on it and be like, you shouldn't tell that joke. Yeah, uh, you should probably take go back to the drawing board and structure that a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah, well, I think people get offended because it's like, <clears throat> well, you're not seeing my side of it. You're not seeing my perspective, and it's like, well, maybe they are, but maybe there's more to it than just your perspective. Mm-hmm. And granted, yeah, you should seek out other people's perspectives, but that doesn't give somebody a right to shut somebody else up. It's like, well, there is, there is free speech, you mm-hmm. know. That, I think that's the hardest thing to, to digest about that for a lot of people is everybody wants free speech until it comes to the point where they say something that someone else is offended by and they're like, oh, you're trying to shut me up. You mm-hmm. know, it's like everybody should be able to have free speech, even if it's something hateful. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hate to say that because it creates a lot of uh, it's like creates a Pandora's box for people to be like totally uh, you know, bigoted and racist and all kinds of shit. But it's like... just don't associate yourself with those people. Well, I mean, you know... Yeah, but I mean, again, and I think part of the argument would be, well, those people are spouting off those kind of statements. uh, um, They have a certain amount of power or a certain amount of influence. And that's the problem that I think uh, people have with that. Uh You know, for instance, like rape humor, like there's a certain like rape culture, you know, that people get pissed off about that. It's like, it's not something to be joked about. And then you're creating an environment where... Um, it's okay to talk about those things, you know, but I see it as like, that's, that's real. Like rape happens and Mm -hmm. we have to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Don't put a a sheet over it and act like it, you sweep it under the rug. Yeah. It's, it's a situation and it's, it's a, 
I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the media here and use epidemic, but it's, it's a thing that happens, you know, great buzzword. (laughs) It's an epidemic, (laughs) but playing on the whole, you know, um, the freedom of speech thing, I kind of have that same out outlook on, on businesses. Like I, if a business wants to sit there and outright say, you know, let's take Trump for instance. If, oh God. if you're if you're a Trump supporter, we're not going to serve you. Yeah. For that person to get offended and 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 try to make them change their rules, it's like no, they're a business owner. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. You don't want to serve gays, that's fine. You know what? Just fucking don't go there. Don't give that those people your business. If if they're homophobic, but they're running a business and they don't want to serve to gay people, then I you know I, I always find it funny when I see people trying to like. Like, oh, we're going to boycott you. We're going to shut you down. Da, 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 da. It's like, for me, it's more like, well, I don't agree with that. And if I want to go in with a gay friend of mine and eat and they refuse to serve my friend, well, then we'll just take our business elsewhere. You know, I'll spend my money somewhere else and I just won't go to that place. You know, I'll keep it in house, I guess, with friends. If somebody's like, oh, have you ever been? No. Nah. Uh, you know, they didn't, they kind of treated my friend wrong because he was gay. We don't go there anymore. We just don't give those people yeah. our time of day, you know, our attention. Yeah, I mean, as long as long as they're not like hurting anybody, like yeah. they're, they're not they're not like beating gay people up or anything like that, or mm-hmm. they're like you know they're not even denying gay people or you know like the the whole thing with uh, Chick Fil A that happened that was a big deal, you know, and like it's funny because I've I've known gay people that are like yeah, but but their but their food's good, yeah. like then they just go there anyway. I'm like oh shit, like that's it's a certain amount of power that you have over. There. They're like they can ignore the whole like anti homosexual sentiment and just say i like their chicken yeah that's kind of strange admittedly but that's their their freedom to do that if Mm -hmm. they want and yeah and if and it's it's i think it's your 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 right as a consumer as well we talked about consumer culture and how basically we have a consumer culture that's the the main dominant idea Mm -hmm. in our society um so you know you put your you put your money into things that you believe so to speak, you know, you consume uh, things that your ideals line up with, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so. for me, I would respect a company more if a company came out and said, "We don't support the gays." And, like, no, hear me out. As far like, as that, that sounds really bad. <laughs> no, no, no. That like, sounds, if, sounds really bad. What I'm saying is, if 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 they if they stood by that, but like if they said that, it caused some kind of uproar, right? And then they wanted to come back because they're losing profits now and apologize publicly. It's like, sorry, gays, you didn't win. Like you didn't win that argument. They're only saying sorry because they realized that they fucked up and they, they lost profits because they rubbed you the wrong way versus they still believe what they believe. They're just lying to you now by saying like, Oh, we didn't mean that. I would have more respect for you. If it's like, yeah, we said that and we stick by it, you know, by sticking by their values. It's like, I don't agree with it. Mm. But you're not, you're not like apologizing for sake of um, trying to make your your numbers again. If that makes sense. No, I, I got you. Yeah. I got what you're saying. Just just standing by it rather than flip flopping. Yeah. Like, oh shit, we didn't realize how bad this would be. Uh, we take it all back. Yeah. We, if, were, we hey guys, we were kidding. <laughs> we were kidding. We love you. Yeah. If you're gonna say something, <laughs> you know, yeah, stick by what you say and 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 uh, take. Take accountability for it. Yeah. That, that's what bugs me. Because like, I'm a guy who likes to use the word fuck. 
I say fuck all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've had people now that they're like, oh, you have a daughter now. Like, do you, do, you, do you cuss around her? Fuck yeah, I cuss around her. That's great. I'm glad to hear that, by the way, because I was going to ask you that. That was one of the things I was swirling around my mind when I figured we were going to talk about language and censorship mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Because, I, okay, for me, it goes back to the idea of considering that uh, this podcast is what it is, mm-hmm. but I also... Uh, teach guitar for a living, mm-hmm. which means that some of my students are children. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So granted, I don't promote this to them because I don't want to influence them in that way of like, mm, yeah, it's, it's not for you. You yeah. know, you don't need to be hearing this shit. <laughs> Maybe when you're older, you know, <laughs> some of my students that are adults, I talk to them about some of the stuff like this. We get into some philosophical kind of shit every once in a while, whatever, this and that, whatever. Um, Plus you don't know where those kids' parents stand exactly so you don't want to fin a parent it, well yeah and then and, and make the kid ask questions that the parents maybe aren't ready to have that discussion with them yet right so i'm sorry keep going no that's fine but it's just it's just for for me i'm just thinking about that like uh uh the influence of of language and and censorship mm-hmm. on on children and is it necessary is it on the parent is it on you know the the consumer the the child themselves to just distinguish those things of what's right and wrong i don't know man like i was exposed to shit when i was really fucking young like profanity and and all kinds of obscenities and all kinds of shit like it sounds terrible but i don't mean it like that it's just mostly just tv tv and music and mm. video games and all that kind yeah, of no shit no matter how much you try to shelter your kid there's going to be some outlet that they're going to get that type of Right. Exposure. Exactly. So 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 does it make sense to really shelter, you know, your children no. in that way? See, and I'm glad that you're saying that. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel that way, but I know, going back to the whole parent thing, the whole point of that was I know that there's still people out there that don't feel that way. Yes. That they're like, oh, I don't want to expose my child to this thing and this and that, whatever, uh, because, you know, this reason or that reason or whatever the fuck. And it's like, that doesn't make sense because that's not the real world because... Uh, the the way people really talk to each other, you mm-hmm. know, when they're not being uh, formal or in some kind of, you know, professional, professional setting, mm-hmm. whatever, is, you know, they're just really loose. And they're throwing profanity here, there, everywhere, and mm-hmm. talking about all kinds of crazy shit that they don't want people to know that they're talking about. But that's that's part of, it's part of the experience, you know, it's part, yeah, of what, it's part of what we're all living. So that's, like, why? Why hide that? Why? Well, that doesn't my, make sense. Yeah, my, my outlook on it is... Um, there are many stands that I have on it. One of them being bullying. Bullying is so rampant in, in schools nowadays that w- with me using the kind of language that I use, she'll be used to it at home. And I will let her, I, I will explain to her how words are just words. And they only have power if you let them have power. Okay. So in the bully aspect, if somebody wants to call my daughter a slut or a whore or a bitch, Whatever it may be, yeah, she'll understand that it's like, eh, that don't fucking mean shit to me, you know. It, it, they're just words, and 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 it's up to me to define how that's going to affect me how, as an individual. Here's my question: How do you go about? How do you go about teaching that though? At what age? <sighs> that that's something that I, ha- I I'm kind of going to cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah. Um, because it's it's yeah it's it's one of those situations of like, it's the same way with with sex. The, the whole going with the sheltered thing. Yeah. You know, a lot of parents, they're nervous about having to have that conversation with their kid. Whereas me, I'm like, no, I'm, I, I want to have that conversation with my daughter. I want to show her 
and, and teach her, you know, how to have safe sex. Because at the end of the day, I remember being a teenager. Yeah. I can tell her not to have sex, but she's going to do it. And I'd rather her know how to do it a safe way yeah. than, I mean, I don't want to know who she's fucking. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that she's having it. It's right. kind of one of those things. It's like, don't tell me. Right, right. But if you do, <laughs> just just don't bring him over here. Yeah, because <laughs> if I see his naked ass, you know, I'm 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 gonna flip out. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, and, and for that, it's more of like a respect thing. Like, don't fuck in my house. <laughs> yeah. You know. But it's one of those things that like I I do want to teach her how to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, the thing that scared me shitless in high school was. <laughs> seeing what STDs did to the fucking human body, seeing those pictures freaked me to fuck out. Yeah, knowing that having a kid is a possibility freaked me to fuck out. Yeah, but yeah, but see, but here's the other problem with that is when you consider age, because mm-hmm. right now you're saying like, yeah, you don't mind having conversations with her about this and that and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, man, I mean, you you know, I mean, we're adults, mm-hmm. <laughs> been through that phase of our lives, and you know when all the hormones kick in and shit oh, like yeah. that. That's probably gonna be like 12, 13. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. what it was for me. Like, for mm-hmm. me. And I, I'll admit it, and this is kind of a weird thing to admit, but like, you know, as far as, uh, you know masturbation and stuff like that is concerned mm-hmm. dude, i was like 10 years old oh yeah you know i was i was young as fuck it's crazy and then like being sexual even under that i did i was doing weird shit that i didn't know why it just felt good yeah but it yeah and then like being sexually active mm-hmm. i was 13 like when that that happened mm-hmm. so i remember <laughs> <laughs> not that yeah. it was with me or anything no, but i know, I, I remember. I know. You, you remember hearing stories about it. it it's hard not to brag about that when you're when you're in middle school, and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> totally got suck a movie. <laughs> but um, but that's kind of my point, though. As I'm, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if if it was the same thing for you in the sense of being that rebellious in that way, because I consider that this is kind of a form of rebellion in a way. You know, when you're that young, mm-hmm. you don't really have a lot of freedom to like. Uh, openly do those things like there's not really any place you can go to just go yeah we're just gonna come back here and whatever you know like because because you know parents and stuff like that whatever but it kind of leads you towards you have those tendencies and i'm talking again about myself that you like find these really creative uh slick ways of going about finding (laughs) like finding this make creating the situation for yourself yeah that that's different because um i had a mom that um i really wasn't sheltered growing up so yeah. I had a mom that worked a lot of hours, a single mom, and she was kind of laid back with the fact that I had uh, people coming over to the house and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I used to, I, I had girls sleeping over at my house at a very young age. And um, again, the, the reason why, I mean, if I could go back, we've had this conversation before. There are, there are a few girls, not going to mention any names, but there are a few girls that we went to school with, middle school and high school that I, I kind of wish I was a little more ballsy with and kind of um, kind of experimented with. Um, and some of these girls were over at my house, and they would stay the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anything, I kind of friend-zoned them just based on the fact that it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wasn't going to get in trouble for doing it. But knowing what the outcome of certain situations could have been as far as being a, a young dad and mm. seeing my sister having a baby really young, mm. um, getting an STD shit like that scared me. Yeah. Uh, I had that knowledge. 
it was I wasn't blind to it. Right. So it was always in my head. I I see what you're saying, but I also don't quite understand because uh not so similar similarly, but in some ways similar. Uh my parents were pretty young when they had my brother. Like mm-hmm. they were still like, you know, in their teens and shit, you know. And then by the time I was born, I think my mom was like 21, my dad was 23, something like that. Oh, wow. That's what I'm saying. See, my mom was like 37 when she had me. But that's what I'm talking about. So in that same way, I'm looking at it the same way as like, I see where they are at in life and what they're going through and all the struggles they have, Mm -hmm. you know, being like such young parents and then my life growing up in that kind of environment. So I already had that warning in, in and of itself, you know, just like, oh shit, you know, like it would be it would be more beneficial to plan things out rather than just like accidentally have children or whatever the fuck, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but that didn't stop me. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like I, as, so how do you, how do you bridge that gap? I, I, it's fun. It's, it's one of those situations. Like I said, it's, it's kind of crossing that bridge when I get there, I have to kind of see how my, my daughter's personality is, I guess. Mm. Um, because everybody's different. You know, I I was the type of person that um, even at a very young age, I would overthink things. Yeah. And things that typically wouldn't, shouldn't scare me, scared me. Things that, I mean, and again, this is at a very young age, I was forced to grow up mentally. Mm. I mean, I knew what a mortgage was before I was a teenager. Yeah. These are things that my mom didn't have somebody to talk to. She She was a divorcee. Yeah, you know, and my stepdad was an alcoholic bipolar, couldn't hold a job, who was out of the house by the time I was like eleven or twelve years old. So I had a mother who put all of her shit on top of me. So it's not something you want to do to your kid. Hmm. I've I've forgiven my mom since then. We've me and her have had this conversation about it, and I, I you know, it hurt her feelings when I told her, obviously, because um, she didn't realize what she was doing to me. Right. emotionally right. Um, and mentally. But um, I've learned to accept it. But I think that that helped shape the way I think um, at such an early age. I was taking on adult responsibilities mentally from all the shit she was going through mm. that it kind of was like, fuck. You know, it was a lot that I was taking in at a young age. So when it came to, like, sex, it was just kind of like, yeah, uh, I really probably should think this through before. I wasn't about like, oh yeah, let's just fucking have fun. Let's just do it. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. Trust me, I wanted to. But I, all those drawbacks kept coming up. So it was one of those things. Where it was just like my mind outthought my cock. <laughs> <laughs> so I just go rub one out and then come back and talk to her. Like, hi, that's that's not an easy feat being a being a teenager and. And, oh, and being able to, being able to come to that conclusion of like, yeah, I'm gonna outthink myself here. Ladies, blue balls is a is a real thing, and I'm I'm serious about this. If you let leave a guy with a boner for too long, his nuts literally start to fucking hurt. I think they know that, and I think that's why they do that sometimes. It's not sucks. everybody. I'm not 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 hating on all you ladies, <laughs> but I feel like some some people, some of them have an agenda. I think that's part of their agenda. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna make him suffer. Yeah, I still <laughs> I still can't watch Bad Boys too. Um, without having a bad memory of when that movie came out, I went to saw it, see it in theaters and I was at a girl's house all fucking day. Didn't fuck her. Went and saw that movie with blue balls and I couldn't enjoy the fucking movie. <laughs> oh uh, shit. Yeah, 
jeez. Yes, blue balls is a thing, and it sucks. But now where I'm at, it's great because, you know, I, I have a wife that I love dearly, and, and uh, you know, we have a kid together, and I get to kind of make up for all the, the lost times. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, I just think I'm, I'm that type of individual. It's just like, yeah. you know, I made up for all the mindless sex when I was in my early 20s. I kind of was in that mindset of like, I'm an adult now. I technically really can't really take care of myself, but I'm making up for lost time from high school. I was banging a bunch of 35-year-old women with kids, which, which by the way, is very weird when they have teenage daughters. Um, it's weird when, yeah, it, when you're walking out of the house and she comes out and's like, oh, hey. I'm like, hey. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I made up the lost time. Right. But even then, that was still in the back of my head always. Um, so yeah, going back to talking to my own kid, I think it's, it's one of those situations where I kind of need to see where she's at, um, personality wise, what her characteristics are. Okay. Um, because if she just blindly does things without any reason, I'm going to be terrified. Right. (laughs) See, yeah. See, and I know that's a long ways away. And so, you know, you may not have the solution yet, Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, it's, you know, it's going to be a while, but at least I want to try to build a solid structure early. Yeah, exactly. You want to have a plan. You want to have a game plan so that you're not just like thrown off guard when it happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't think about that. (laughs) I I was trying to avoid this as long as possible. And now I have to make a decision. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it's kind of like my plan right now is to kind of teach her to love herself, um, and, and treat her body as a temple. Mm. Uh, again, easier said than done, but to the point where she makes, those standards mm. for the right individual where she's not messing with fuck boys and she's actually m- talking to legit gentlemen, you know? Um, but even then hormones, yeah, we, I, I, I don't think we were big horn dogs when we were young. We were pretty, pretty, uh, uh, well, I mean, as far <laughs> as like, <laughs> I'm talking like, um, we weren't the, the typical douche type of guys. No, but no, no. We were, but when hormones kicked in, we were still no. just as horny. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was glad I had a, I had a relationship at that point, because it was just like, yeah. See, yeah, <laughs> you weren't going out just getting <laughs> random tell. Like, yeah, yeah, no. You had steady, you had a, st- a steady flow coming in yeah. of the same person. Yeah. So, but again, your relationship, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, that's one of those kind of things where it's like, that's what I hope for my girl, my, my, my daughter is to have a guy that actually likes her, wants a relationship. And isn't just trying to I, add I, a notch. I think that's a hard thing to find, though, at that at that age. Oh, yeah. The earlier stages, like middle school, high school, and even, you know, young adulthood as mm-hmm. well. You know, college aged and, and beyond, early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, early 30s, <laughs> mid 30s, late 30s, 40s. Uh, no, <laughs> this, it never goes away. Um, I, I think, in short... Um, <laughs> As long as she doesn't end up on a pole. Uh, yeah, okay. I know, <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a good way. It's a good standard there. Yeah. Okay, so aside <laughs> aside from that, or well, similarly, again, I'm getting here not too far away from the initial topic, but going back to like music, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, and we're both musicians, so you can think about that as well uh, in terms of how much the in, uh, music has an influence on her thoughts and actions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I say this because, going back to the whole teaching thing, I find it strange that, like, 
um, <laughs> you know, one parent can be totally okay with, uh, you know, her daughter, like little, little, like seven, eight years old or whatever, listening to like Katy Perry mm-hmm. versus like another parent having an issue with, uh, you know, the word shit being in part of the lyrics when it's kind of like not even really easily interpreted that way because it's screamed and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and the overall message of the song being a positive message versus so like they're letting the, the versus like the other, the delivery. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it really has to do more with like, I think it's funny how the interpretation, uh, whether it be positive or negative is based on, like you said, the delivery mm-hmm. of the content rather than the actual content itself. Because like some of, some of Katy Perry's lyrics are like, man, it's like, like really, mm-hmm. like really, it's all about like fucking, you know, like, yeah, fucking and partying yep. and like, just like some just, typical pop music, just mainstream bullshit, you mm-hmm. know, just like, yeah, we're going to fucking party and we're going to get fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, and, like, it's one of the reasons why I found <laughs> it. I, I'm not a club guy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the few times that I went to a club, yeah, I was listening to a rap song talking about hoes, um, popping bo- their, their pussy while they're popping bottles. And yeah. it's like these bitches are out there like, yeah, we're independent women. Woo, we're fucking. And it's like you're 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 being a hoe. And that's yeah, exactly yeah. what the rapper's singing about. But I guarantee you if I walk up to you and be like, yo, girl, let me see your pussy. They would get upset. Yeah. It's, it's like that, that glorification of like the, the sexualization. Yeah. Of you know, although the funniest thing that. I did see that <laughs> there's a girls a group of girls doing that, and this this big old dude came with a stack of ones and like started doing making it rain uh, on top of the girls with ones. They were completely okay with it. These bitches started bending over, picking up the money, and it's like you don't want to be, you know, objectified. <laughs> Normally, I would be like, "Hey, don't call them bitches," but then I'm like thinking about the context. And I'm like, "Well, if they're uh, like, fucking going crazy, picking up ones and shit, yeah, they they probably are." Bitches. Yeah, and they got their their hoo ha. <laughs> sorry, sorry, on. sorry, ladies. Not 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 all of you are exempt from the term bitch. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Not all, not all women are bitches. Again, I, I would hate to say that because yeah, that's fucked up, dude. Going again. This is going with the whole words thing. Like, if if you're not if you're not a hoe. Don't get offended by the word hoe. Yeah, if you're not a bitch, don't get offended by the exactly. word Exactly. <laughs> if, if you're an educated female... It's like, well, I'm not a bitch. Yeah. I'm, I'm a respectable woman. Like, you know, oh, good for you. Fuck yeah. I will Should, say... Shouldn't you be mad at all the hoes? Like, <laughs> are they, like, degrading, like, <laughs> your own category of people that you fall into? Like, aren't they ruining it for you? If you're, if you're like, a respectable woman that's, like, hardworking and, like... You're well educated and stuff. Don't you just like hate a hoe? Don't you just want to smack a hoe? I'm wondering. <laughs> it's funny because as we're talking about this, I'm thinking about those hoochie mamas in the club. If you if you pointed out to them that they're dancing to a song called about them being hoes, mm. they'll use that line. She ain't talking about me. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a Chris Rock bit for sure. That's that's a Chris Rock bit. But it's true. There's truth to that. And I, and yeah, no, I agree with that, you know? Oh man. It's, it's, it's strange. It is funny. It's, it's interesting. Got me choking on my beer over here. Yeah. <coughs> it's what it is. Oh shit. But yeah, um, cuss words definitely aren't, a, aren't an issue in the house. And again, um, I'm going to teach my daughter not to cuss, um, in a public forum. Yeah. Um, she does it at home 
it's more of me correcting her because of people being sensitive. <clears throat> right. As more of it being of like, oh, you shouldn't say that. It's like, well, I don't want you to offend other people. Right. So then it's just about teaching, <coughs> teaching the difference between formal and informal situations. Pretty much. But, mm. but also teaching that just because somebody acts in an informal manner um, in a normal, situ- like normal social situation, not to judge those people so harshly. Yeah. Because I think that's part of the sheltered element is when you're kind of brought up in that environment where you're taught, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong, this is bad, don't do this, don't do that. And then you're in an environment where you see people doing those things that you were taught not to do. Suddenly, you're just judging them and being like, oh, mm-hmm. that's, they're saying fuck and shit and pussy and, you know, and smoking weed and, you know, <laughs> right. whatever and, you know, all that kind of <clears throat> shit. It's like, that's not cool. I was brought up better than that. Yeah, like, and then well, you put yourself um, on, a, on, a, on a higher pedestal than those individuals. Right. So to kind of just getting to know them. Not that I'm saying I want her to f- hang around a bunch of junkies, but. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I think it depends on the drug. Oh yeah, and we, we and, yeah, the, and and the use of the drug, by the way, the regularity of use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and again, I don't want people to hear this and think like I'm a horrible parent. I I I, I actually am in very uh, overprotective of my kid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I, I really am. Um, but I, I don't. How can I put it? I don't worry myself about. M- minuscule things such as 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 language Mm. i feel that there are there are bigger bigger issues at hand um then worrying about like oh my daughter better not say the word fuck um you know but see but even then profanity in itself which to me is kind of strange how how it became an agreed upon thing like it became just this this list of things that it's clearly not okay to say. I don't really understand that. Like, I don't understand how that's, <clears throat> that became a thing. How yeah, did like how, how did you it? can say ass, but if you put a hole at the end, you see, that's fucking stupid. That's arbitrary. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. seems very arbitrary. I, I don't fucking get it. I, <laughs> and then how like shit became a thing where like, now you can say that on network television. Right. right, right. What made that okay? Because a show that has, credibility said it once and they got away with it so now all of a sudden it's okay like what set that standard see what well, well, see what that tells me though and in some ways it's kind of a good thing um i don't like the fact that there is censorship at all really mm-hmm. um but i do i do have positive hopes for the future in the sense that at least we're coming to terms with accepting the evolution of language Mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, 10, 15 years, 20 years, however long from now, hopefully considering that those words are okay to say on like network TV now, like shit, whatever. Like hopefully there's a time when people are like, wow, why was that ever a, a bad word to say? That seems dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, seems silly. It's funny because, um, <clears throat> talking about that, you're going to have two people, two different people. You're going to have the people who, are going to agree with you and be like, Oh, we're, 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 we're learning and growing as a society. Yeah. But then you're going to have that other side that's going to be like, no, it's, 
this is this is what's wrong with 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 the, this generation. They just don't give a fuck, and and they don't they have no morals, and they're running rampant. But they'll they'll say they'll say those exact words. Like, oh, they just don't give a fuck. And then you'll be like, well, why can you say that? But you can't watch other people say that on TV, right? <laughs> I think I think that relates to a lack of responsibility on the parents of like because it's so hard to track everything that your child does mm-hmm. like damn it why are you making it so hard? why are you making it harder for me to be able to to manage what my child is looking at content wise <laughs> like damn it you're making my job harder that's but what that seems like can can we agree to the, like that maybe that's why that's one of the reasons why i like forums like netflix and and, and hbo now granted hbo doesn't really censor too much but i like netflix for that reason like i don't use cable anymore because i got tired of the censors Mm-hmm. I like Netflix now, especially a lot of their Netflix series because they're able to get darker, grittier with it. They're allowed to have sex. They're allowed to have. But um, that's what mo- that's what that's what most people like. I think there's a general um, there's a general trend in that direction of people consuming content that is more realistic, mm-hmm. that shies away from the whole fabricated censorship kind of thing. Because it's it's because that's it, not how life really yeah, is. It's stupid. Like it all derives from, you know, people in suits that are trying to satisfy advertisers because they want to, you know, uh, sell their product through commercials on the show and this and that, whatever. And they don't want to offend their uh, clientele or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it just kind of goes down this chain of command of not wanting to offend somebody or some particular kind of person mm-hmm. and that's why everybody walks on eggshells well yeah because you do have those consumers like deadpool's a perfect example when that movie came out it was mind you it's not the first rated r comic book movie you know people forget about spawn people no, forget I remember about spawn. yeah yeah people forget about those movies <clears throat> um but when deadpool came out it was more it was a mainstream marvel movie because marvel has the spotlight on them right now they're making a lot of content right they have right so when that movie came out i'm still to this day seen forums where they talk about that where people were bitching that that was an r-rated movie yeah and that you know there was you know i wanted to take my kid to go see it it's like that's why there's ratings like hold some responsibility in yourself as a person as a parent to to understand that not everything's gonna be to your liking and but if you do want to take your kid to that learn to talk to them and explain to them what's going on right you know. Yeah, no, that, that that's actually a really good point. I'm glad you said that because that does that does seem to make sense. Like if you're gonna have ratings, mm-hmm. that's the whole idea behind the ratings is to give the parent an idea of well, this is what's going on in this film or you know music or whatever you know mm-hmm. the, whatever content is being provided. Here's a glimpse into what's what to expect. Mm-hmm. Therefore. The responsibility is on you to manage this content mm-hmm. for your children. And make that judgment call. Yeah. And if you decide to take... Because like, one of the ladies was bitching about... I know you haven't really seen the movie, um, but there's, there's, a, there's an, a sex scene in there that's kind of... It's an extended scene. It's, it's, it's uh, Brian Reynolds playing Wade Wilson. He's having sex with his girlfriend. Mm. And it's... The lady was trying to justify of why that scene was not needed in the movie. I was like, oh, it's just sex, and it's, you know, there's this <laughs> part where Ryan Reynolds kind of takes it up the butt with a dildo. They don't show it, but they 
they insinuate that that's what's happening. Mm. And she was trying to say, well, they, they didn't need to put that in the movie. It's like, it didn't need to be there. It's like, if you watch the movie, it, it's how they bridge that they've been having fun for a time lapse. It's like they've been together for this whole year. Everything's great. Their sex life is great. Right. So that's why that's there. Yeah. They're getting very experimental. Yeah. That's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. Yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. It, yes, it doesn't need to be there. They could have did a montage totally differently. But it's entertaining. Yeah. And who are we to fucking tell a creator, you can't do it this way? Yeah. They should have the freedom to do what the fuck they want. Oh, sure. And you as a consumer, just fucking accept it. And if you don't, don't fucking watch it. And it, this is leading kind of into like what me and you were talking about right before the podcast, right before we started filming this. And I was telling you about me watching, what was it called again? Uh, Horace and Pete. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Lucy K's thing that he came out exclusive with. And and it was a brilliant... I didn't know you were the one that informed me about what he was doing with that project. And I, I hope more people kind of gravitate towards that. Because yeah. th- that freedom to create is there and it's it's fucking amazing yeah well it's in his essence by the way we should rename this podcast the louis ck worship podcast (laughs) 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 so i was like man he's fucking brilliant um he is though no but in the sense that uh he he like self-funded everything right so he didn't Mm -hmm. even go to um any kind of like a company or studio or any kind of you know anything like that he didn't get financial uh, support from anybody which means that he had absolute creative freedom to do whatever he wanted to and being <clears throat> meaning that he could make the content <clears throat> that much more realistic and uh i don't know pertinent to his own life you know to his own aspirations of what he wanted to create you know he doesn't have to need to make something that's like uh it's intended to be funny or it's intended to be anything it doesn't need to be marketed a certain way it doesn't need to be um you know, put out to people in a certain fashion, like a certain, doesn't have this have to have a certain presentation or create any certain expectations for the consumer mm-hmm. other than the fact that and he, he, doesn't he even made have, it. He doesn't even have to be overly offensive. He can just do what he need, wants to do. Yeah, it's not necessarily for the purposes of being overly offensive. I think it was more of the sense of that it's so hard to categorize that project for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh and the fact that it is it is pretty serious, but there are elements of humor in it from time to time. But um, it's just being able to create something like that without having to worry about somebody telling you, you probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or having somebody in your ear about what's to be expected. You know, just, that's not going to work. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Change this. Cut this. Do that. You know, no formats, no certain length times, no you know, commercial breaks or anything like that, you know, like, oh, you, you have to make... make for advertisements. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing with TV shows is, is there's that, you go into it with that mindset that this is going to be on network television, so you kind of create each episode in segments with that in mind that you're going to have to have a, a pause at some point. So mm-hmm. you figure out where those cuts are going to be um, to make for the commercial breaks and then when you're going to come back in and stuff like that. So you kind of create the show already with that in mind yeah 
and then having to limit it each episode to a certain time frame because of the spot that it's so already more noticeable by netflix and dvds by the way because you can see when they black out (laughs) fade out fade. yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah and when you're consuming it in that way which most people are nowadays Mm -hmm. um they're kind of leaning towards consuming it um in a very uh binging fashion you know Mm -hmm. just like episode after episode after episode and that kind of seems a a bit strange now when you're binging on something and there are those moments because it kind of it kind of disrupts the rhythm, I yep. think, a little bit, you know, instead Definitely of just being like that. scene to yeah. scene to scene, you know, it's like you don't really need that anymore. If you need a, a piss break or a snack break or anything like that, you could just do that after the episode or pause Rather, the son of a bitch if you yeah, want to. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, but but, you know, you know, without having to worry about doing that in between, you mm-hmm. know, like segments or whatever, like you would with the TV, you know, it's usually commercial break. It's like, yeah, especially when that. when the writer is is intentionally trying to build that tension mm. and that to that big moment you know even if i have to take a shit or a piss i'm i'll hold i'll wait <laughs> i'll wait till that part happens and then i'm okay can i can go but oh, you mean you don't just like move it to your phone so you can watch it while you're shitting <sighs> oh, you fuck. can do that no <laughs> <laughs> i mean you can i don't do that but totally could just pop it up on your on your phone you're like all right hold on i'm gonna go take a shit uh, but I can't pause this for five minutes. I'm gonna go to the toilet. I'm gonna up. I'm gonna fucking go to my Netflix app, and I'm just gonna continue watching it. So I'm guessing you're not doing courtesy flushes because you want to be able to hear it. Then and you're just gonna sit in your. No, room. you pause it for the flush. Oh, okay. I mean, obviously. Yes. No, no, I don't do that though. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not that person. You're speaking on behalf of others. I'm speaking. Yeah, definitely. No, no, no. No, I, I, I. I I cherish my my toilet time. That's time for thinking. As, really? as is shower time. I was gonna say my best ideas come <laughs> when I'm wet. So that sounds disgusting. <laughs> that sounds so disgusting. When I'm washing my bum. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I'm all sudsy. No, I get I get my best ideas in the shower. Honestly, it's kind of crazy. I, I wish I need like a I need like a waterproof board that I can put in the shower yes. just to write some shit down. Like somebody needs to make that. Is that a thing? Somebody get back to me. Is that a thing? If not fucking make that because right. i would buy the shit out. i bought like 10 of those i just have them all over the shower wall just be like here's this and here's this. dude i would totally love like a um a waterproof guitar oh yeah and little waterproof drum kit just it, it doesn't have to be anything like it's just something essential that i can put on the wall <laughs> there's, there's, you know there's a danger in that i would never leave the shower I'd spend all of my free time naked in the shower creating music and coming up with ideas I mean, this makes the most sense because I get my best ideas in the shower. Yeah. So I, want, I don't want to leave that. This is great. I'd fucking live. I do like meditation. Wait, do you I'd, take hot showers or cold showers? Uh, I take hot showers. Yeah, so see, there's, the, there's a time limit. Well, but at least it's, you know, until the hot water runs out, you know. You're just like, <laughs> all right, I'll be in here for like an extra 30 minutes or whatever. You know? <laughs> Your water bill would be so high. <laughs> but it would be so worth it because I would be getting that money back with the cre- creative <laughs> ideas that I have. Well, like, here's all my shower ideas. Here you go. Just have an album completely <laughs> just, just based on shower time. Just shower time ideas. <laughs> shower time with Adam Martinez. Oh, just the water. Hi. <laughs> right. Yeah, we went way off course there. <laughs> that was probably my fault. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. But yeah, creative freedom. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Financial freedom, creative freedom, censorship, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, because it really is. It's it's hard, and again, we've talked about me being in customer service. It, it's very hard sometimes to to watch what I say, um, because 
cussiness is such a big part of my life. And and again, if you're one of those people that look down on me because I cuss and I'm not intellectual enough, fuck you. Like, seriously, I've I've gotten that shit too before. Yeah, where people are like, oh, well, only dumb people cuss. Like if 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 you were smarter, then you could use other words and da 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 da. It's like no, sometimes a good fuck is all you need. You know, yeah. to 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 tell you. Because you can use fuck in a in a mad way, in yeah. fucking a sad way. Well, you know. Well, <clears throat> the way I see those words, <clears throat> mostly because of the fact that they are considered taboo to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, more or less these days. More or less. <laughs> what a dumb way of saying that. Uh, less so these days, but um, they they kind of add a certain intensity to what it is you're saying. You mean they intensify the message? So mm-hmm. I think they serve a purpose in that regard. But that's only based on the fact that they're somewhat taboo. Because if they didn't have that stigma attached to them, mm-hmm. they wouldn't really be as good for intensifying anything. And then they would be kind of pointless. And then you would do away with them. So it's almost like by condemning those words and by putting that bad label on them, mm-hmm. you're kind of just propagating the use of those words. In, yeah. Well, I have a question for you then. Oh, go. Do um, it. Question me. And I'm probably going to offend some people. By saying this, I'm already offended. Uh, <laughs> but I've we've talked about musical ideas, okay? And I'm not going to put this one out there until because I, I I do want to do this, and when we do it, it's it'll be great. But I've noticed since we're talking about censorship and words, uh, <laughs> don't look at me so intensely. <laughs> okay, I've noticed you, you yourself, yeah, have a problem with the word nigger. Hmm. And or or nigga, either way, hard R, or with the A, I noticed you yourself. These are these are these are thin. This is thin ice. <laughs> yeah, you. I noticed you don't you don't say that. But since we're on the topic of censorship and, and words, mm. what is what's the reason for not saying? Is it is it fear of getting beaten up by somebody that may hear it and get offended and want to whoop your ass, or is it just? There's something personal that you just don't like to use that word. Like, what's the reason behind that? Um, I mean, I think, I think honestly, personally, it's because of the fact that I know that there are people that are still offended by the word, which to me, and again, man, people are going to fucking, I already know people are going to, people are going to hate me right now. Yeah. I'm sorry Automatic. if I put you on the spot. No, dude, it's but. fine. No, people are going to be like, yeah, Adam's cool. And be like, Oh fuck Adam. He's, <laughs> he has that one really weird belief that I don't agree with. <clears throat> but no, I, I, I think, I think it's interesting that you asked me that because I think people could, people could collectively flip the meaning of that word around, mm-hmm. you know, because again, I, I, I do at the foundation of all this, I do believe that words are just words. Now, granted, I don't say that word, in a hateful way ever mm-hmm. really. I mean, sometimes I, I, I joke around if I'm hanging out with you or whatever, I'm hanging out with spider or whoever, somebody I'm like, Oh, something good. like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just, it's, it's joking. Mm-hmm. First of all. Um, and well, let's, I, let's, and, let's, and let's, it's, let's just make a point real quick too. I'm sorry to interrupt you, okay. but everybody that's listening. Yeah. They cannot deny the fact that they've dropped that fucking word at least once well, in their fucking life. Well, that's, that's undeniable based on the fact that rap culture is so huge in exactly. our society. And the thing is, we most people love those fucking songs, mm-hmm. and and you're gonna if you love a song, you're gonna sing the lyrics to a song. Exactly, and and, and it's a it's a it's a truth. Maybe it's a sad truth, 
but that word is present in so many fucking rap songs uh-huh. in general. So if you're quoting the lyrics to a song and you just happen to fucking say that word, it's like, yeah, you say it. Unless Eminem's like, the only rapper you listen to. It's it's kind of like a <laughs> it's kind of like Office Space where he like rolls up the window and shit. He's, he's the guy. He's like singing the lyrics, just like he's kind of like talk like yes. that's that's what fucking anybody anybody who's not black they do that. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm talking. About? If they're quoting. A song, like they're singing lyrics to a song, they're like, oh shit, like, they gotta look the other way or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But it's like people say that. Mm-hmm. And they say it in these smaller circles of people. But it's never in an offensive way. And they, I think they tiptoe around that word because they know that it could be considered offensive still. Now, granted, if you're talking about difference between A and hard R and stuff like that, I mean, yeah, I can still see why people would get offended by that. But at the same time, I don't think that that has a permanent meaning because we did just talk about language being evolutionary in that sense. Uh The meanings of words can continue to evolve. So in that sense, I think it would be really smart for the black community to flip the script on that word and to actually change the meaning of that word to mean somebody who's bigoted. Like you flip it on fucking white people, you know, Uh like if you're going to do that, like fucking use that word for like a white person who's just really intolerant and racist and just a total bigot Mm -hmm. because you're totally flipping the script of that meaning and changing it and just throwing it back at them Mm -hmm. and showing them that that power or that word does not have any power over you in harming you. I think that's a a smart way to do that. Yeah, because uh, they've tried something similar in the sense that it's like, oh, no, you know, when I say it to one of my my my, my black friends, it's it, it means brother. Yeah, it's like yeah, but you, you by you saying that you're still holding offense if a white man comes up and says, "Oh, what's up, my nigga?" Now you're no, nah, no, nah, you can't say that. You can't say that. Yeah, so, but, but, but why? But you know what? The the interesting thing about that too is that that varies by person as well. Because again, we have friends that are black, and mm-hmm. we're and we're cool with them. We say that shit to them at times, and mm-hmm. they're cool with it, and they're not offended. They're not even like inside, like oh shit, you shouldn't say it. Like they're just like, mm-hmm. oh what's up? You know, like mm-hmm. they're they're cool with that shit. And I know that's always a big. That's been a fucking hot issue ever since you know I don't since people started fucking yeah, saying I, that I, I shit think the it pe- became okay to use that term in rap music and and culture and stuff like that like that's always been a thing that people have debated for a very long time so i, I get that this is not a new issue but mm. it still seems to be a prevalent issue in today's society so i think it's worthy of talking about yeah because for me i th- i think they're 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 like you said there are different types of people there are people who um i feel that like especially um, people who throw that word around a lot, um, those people who get offended when somebody not of their color says it, mm. I feel that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel that those individuals are just looking for a reason to get into a fight with someone. Because if you're throwing that word around that loosely... Um, you're talking about the person that initially said it. Yes. Like yeah. If, no, if, no, no, if no. you're with, if you're with, yes. if you're with, no, if you're a black you. guy, I got yeah, you. you know. I got you. I got the situation. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely, that's, that's the fucked up thing is that the, the real racists, the real people that use that term negatively, they know that mm-hmm. like they're fucking trolling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In that way that they will use that word because they know of the power that it holds and they try to get a rise out of people. And all you're doing by reacting is letting them have that power over you. Yep. That's the fucked up thing about that. It goes back to what you just read in the very beginning of this podcast. Hey, it all comes around full yeah. circle. You don't don't let people have that power over you. 
in the sense of like let that shit just roll off your back yeah. i'm not saying you, you not to get offended in a way <clears throat> like maybe internally you might be offended by that word still mm-hmm. but in a way just kind of like realize that 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 power that word has no real meaning no mm-hmm. real power of i mean it has a meaning i know there's a context there's a historical context and yes we should be historically aware of everything we do in that sense um but also understand that this person's just ignorant and laugh it off. Don't give them that power of like, oh, they're affecting my life. Just be like, whatever, they're a fucking idiot, you know, mm-hmm. fucking racist asshole, just a bigot. Mm-hmm. So, but that's why I suggested using that, making that term mean that instead, because I think that'd be, that's this the humorous side of me. But that'd be funny. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Hey, because you know what? Because flip mode is the greatest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no, ser- I mean that in all seriousness. I still, I still love that saying, and I still love the fact that that really, honestly, I hate to admit that maybe this seems stupid, but that really only made sense to me a few years ago. What that actually meant, flip mode is the greatest. Like flip mode, mm-hmm. the idea of flip mode, because mm-hmm. I just, you know, I was younger, I thought, oh yeah, flip mode squad, oh that's cool, but you know, I was like, yeah, Buster Rhymes is cool, but now I got, now it's like, oh shit, I get what he's saying now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, Busta, like fucking badass, <laughs> like, like no, <laughs> yes, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. And again, I apologize if I felt like I put you on the spot. It's no, just, it's, it's one of fine. those things that, like, because we were talking about it, I know we've 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 crossed that bridge before. And we I don't, we, I we have you. no, we have, and this is a realistic podcast in the sense that we're talking about real shit that we would really talk about. And I'm glad you did bring it up because of the fact that I probably wouldn't have brought that up myself for fear of like you know, again treading those waters mm-hmm. of maybe possibly offending somebody. But I want people to understand that it's just. Like, like, that doesn't fucking make you a bad person to think thoughts like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because these are realistic things. These are real issues that are happening. And, you know, we need to be able to talk about this shit. Like, I think ignoring ignoring the issue mm-hmm. is far worse than just, like, actually actively getting in yep. and just going balls deep and talking about that, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, if 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 we've pissed anybody off or we've offended anybody, it's yeah. kind of one of those things, again, hey, it wasn't the intention. Take Take a page out of the gay book. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I, you're all, mm-hmm, no, no, because... <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, um, that was probably, that probably offended... That was better that, than mine. Holy shit. <laughs> that probably offended some people. Whatever. Hey. They're probably like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. We no, got you. We no, got you. No, 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 no. But um, <laughs> no, in the sense that like the word gay, for instance, right? Like I remember hearing that shit in the Flintstones, in the theme song to the really? Flintstones. We'll have a gay old time. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, like that used, means happy. It used to mean happy. That's right. But they totally fucking like changed the meaning of that and adopted that for themselves in the sense of it being a legitimate uh, term that they now control in that sense. Like mm-hmm. you didn't for you know you didn't used to have to be homosexual to be gay. You could just be like, yeah, we're all having a gay time, woo! Mm-hmm. Like, and now it's a very like now that has that meaning. If you're homosexual, you are gay. And even in the sense of the LGBTQ now, LGBTQ community. Um, the what's Q- that stand for? Queer. The, really? The, the Q. They, add, okay, okay. They, added, they added the Q. Okay. That was a thing that happened. It used to just be LGBT, now it's LGBTQ. Which also, that makes a little bit of not sense to me in the sense that like queer just means... Like Gay. it just meant like, no, no, because queer just meant like weird or strange or unusual and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which I'm thinking like, how does LGBT not already, uh, encapsulate the entire spectrum of, 
like lesbian gay it's lesbian gay trans and mm-hmm. bisexual that like, that's, whole community that's the whole spectrum that's the whole mm-hmm. community there like why do you have to add a q what the fuck so who, are, who are those people are they gonna add an f too what's the oh god i already know i already know something <laughs> offensive is coming up yeah <laughs> i'm just like i'm bring, bring it on bring are they gonna on. add fag in there too or what? Uh, that's that's fucked up man but but i'm just i'm asking because again i'm not i'm not big on that on that community so it's it's just but if if people are gonna fucking hate you yeah because <laughs> the my my outlook on it is queer was was for me a slang word for calling somebody gay but that's because of the fact that the literal definition was mm-hmm. like something like unusual or just like strange or whatever, which seems weird that you would be like, yeah, I'm queer. Like, I'm just weird. Like, I'm just really <laughs> fucking strange and you can't pinpoint what I am. I'm everything. Just, yeah, see, that, that's, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't understand how that, how that, how that uh, is translated into a sexual preference. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I figure that whole, that whole identity politics in that regard or with that community is all mm-hmm. about, like, those are all like sexual preferences and, and, and gender preferences and stuff like that and just kind of or de- defying maybe, those terms and maybe stuff like they're that. they're doing what we were just talking about with the n-word as far as them they're taking that word back but i'm, I'm but I, i'm still saying i don't see how that's a separate segment that doesn't already that isn't already covered Within that the, that isn't covered by the lgbt um uh spectrum there like uh, i don't see how that justifies a separate branch so again I'm aware right now that this is my own ignorance because I'm not informed about that. I don't same, I don't know that. Same here. So if anybody out there in that community, in the LGBTQ community, can, you know, send us a message mm-hmm. instead of being like, you guys are fucking idiots, like, <laughs> you know, please. Yes, no hate. And, please. No hate was intended. Yeah, yeah please. It, because, because the thing is, I have my own interests. You have your own interests. Mm-hmm. I seek out things that I'm interested in. And admittedly, I'm not totally... Um, um, how should I say, like affected very much by the whole LGBTQ issues. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I don't care about it. It just means I don't actively, you know, look into news and that, that yeah, spectrum. I know you field. exist. I know but... you exist. And, and I have, you know, relatives that fall into that category and friends and stuff like that. And I care about those people, but I'm not active on the news in that community mm-hmm. because I have my own interests. Like that's another thing that I, that I don't like about people getting offended by uh, people not being knowledgeable about certain things. Cause it's like, we're all ignorant about certain issues exactly because we're all interested in our own things that pertain to us. Like we're all a little bit selfish in that way mm-hmm. because you can't be aware of every fucking thing that exists. Mm-hmm. So it's preposterous to expect everybody to be, updated on all the news about every issue in every fucking field it's fucking ludicrous it's stupid and in that way people are going to say things and do things that are going to be perceived as offensive to others so you're almost always going to offend somebody with what you say or do so yes you have to consider other people's feelings and the more you know uh the the better you can navigate those territories of trying to not offend somebody that you care about or love but it's inevitable that you're going to Mm -hmm. at some point so instead of overreacting and making a big fucking hissy fit about it just just talk to those people and just say hey i heard what you said and by the way you know this is what's going on and this is why this is important Mm -hmm. you know and and really it's it's all about how you approach that Mm because then that person may be like oh i'm sorry I, I, no, totally. I, if I, if somebody came up to me and was like, "Dude, I'm a Q," 
I'm the reason. I'm the reason for Q. I'd be like, oh shit, okay, my bad. As long as they didn't come from an attacking standpoint. Yeah, if you then, if you're they, gonna get defensive. Yeah, if they come from a standpoint of like wanting to legitimately inform me mm-hmm. as to why that is and correct my, you know, perceived ignorance. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then by all means, I'm willing to hear them out. But that not to say that with that new knowledge, that doesn't necessarily mean I would still agree with the uh i'd be like well i see what you're saying but i still don't understand the q aren't you a g aren't you an l are you not okay with that like <laughs> you know what i mean come on come on maybe hey, maybe you want to be a gq oh shit maybe Damn. it's maybe it's those people that are um um making themselves look like aliens and shit you know that's a thing i, I swear I, I swear i saw that thing where like somebody had some kind of surgery to make themselves look like an alien or something i've I'd, seen the barbie thing but i didn't know they were doing aliens now i don't i mean i feel like that's a thing i feel I, even if it was even if it was fake news <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing that i saw people were fucking weird <laughs> but i could see out of the seven and a half billion people that exist in the world i could see at least one person doing that and being like being so into their isolation and fringe worthiness of like, uh, I'm so, I'm so, uh, um, misunderstood and people don't get me that I have to relate to an alien and I want to look like an alien. Like I could see that being a thing. Yeah. So there's like, there's gotta be one person out there who's just like, yeah, yeah, that person, you're that, you're, you're that person. I don't even want to say guy cause someone's going to get mad at me. What if they're a woman? <laughs> You know, what if it was a woman that, you know, but no, I could see somebody just like totally chopping off their goods. You oh, know? wow. It's and speaking ju- and cling just, on just, and like... just like having their face like pulled <laughs> all crazy and just, yeah. And just like, you know, it's like that, that episode of South Park where Randy becomes a dolphin. I haven't seen, dude, is it a newer <laughs> South Park episode? I need was, to start watching. It was them. a few seasons ago. Oh, okay. I got to catch up was, on that. But it's like that. It's like, I could totally see that fucking happening. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Randy. I'm sorry. It was, um, it was Gerald. Yeah, but get this was, shit right. Someone's going to call yeah, you Someone's going to be like, dude, no, no, it was Gerald. It was Gerald. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, yeah, uh, going back to the, like, yeah, if I offended anybody, it's, it's, it's the whole, again, I, I looked at queer as, as, you know, as, as the same level as fag, you know, I never used them in, in, in a sense of like, oh, that guy's gay, I'm gonna call him a queer. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You didn't relate it to, to homosexuality. Yeah. It was more slang. It was slang more for just like you know like sissy or something like that yeah which seems ironic that they would actually like take that as like no that's ours like but that's what i'm saying what? maybe maybe they're doing it like what we just talked about maybe with the whole maybe. inward they're, they're taking the power and putting it back in their hands it's like yeah call me queer that's what i am you know maybe but the, but but that seems strange because of the fact that since it wasn't already associated with sexuality that seems re- uh, really weird that they would bring that to a sexual realm because it's like it didn't have anything to do with sexuality or sexual preference or or anything like that Mm -hmm. it just had to do with like again like 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 i said like sissy like that fucking word or whatever like if you it's like saying okay well you can't call it you can't call me a sissy Mm -hmm. yeah you can call somebody a sissy doesn't mean you're saying they're gay it just means you're saying like there's they're a sissy yeah you know Like there's a difference there's a difference in words we have so many fucking words that's why they all you know have their own kind of interpreted meaning and stuff. And That's again, why Urban Dictionary is a thing. <laughs> well, sure. You know, it, wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, I feel like maybe it's already happening to a certain extent, but wouldn't that be crazy if Urban Dictionary uh, gained as much credibility as Wikipedia in that sense? 
because you know how Wikipedia like started off as a very kind of eh, like not so reliable source of information because mm. everybody could edit it. Yeah. But then over time, as people started becoming more and more uh, critical and doing their re- research, and now you have people that are actually like you know looking over all the information that's Make being sure updated. It's, yeah, it's correct. They're verifying all that shit mm-hmm. now. So it's reputable. Now now Wikipedia is a reputable source. It's kind of crazy. So that means that a Wikipedia Cosby sweater is going to become a thing? <laughs> look it up. What? I, yeah, I, am, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I have this like blank. People that can't see us, I'm like, I had a blank stare on my face. And you were just looking at me like, eh? Like raised eyebrows like, eh? Eh? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> or you know what Mexican surround sound is? No, that sounds terrible. I mean, turn um, on all that, the TVs in throughout your house and put it on the same channel. Mexican house. It's not really that funny, but it, it's one of the it's one of the less uh, um, vulgar ones. Uh, no, that's maybe not to you. But you know what's funny? You know what? You know what's funny about that is that you could be like, I can say that because I'm Mexican. See now, now all the enraged Mexicans are gonna be like, oh shit. Well, now yeah, he's, yeah. until they see what I look like. <laughs> Like that motherfucker's white as shit. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're not Mexican. <laughs> this is true. But when I'm around a group of Mexicans, they uh, I'm automatically the white boy. Yeah. Which again, it's like if if I if, feel if, that I feel I feel your pain. But see, we don't get offended about that. That's total fucking grounds for us to be offended. Like, wait, what the fuck? So because I'm not as dark as you, I'm not you. Like I, I don't belong in this group. Yeah. It's like, but I don't get offended by that. I just laugh. I'm like, I tell them what my last name is, and they're like, oh, okay, you are one of us. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I I don't like that that idea. Like like one of us, you know. Yeah. I don't know, it's strange. You know, it's it's funny because again, I'm not trying to defend racist white people because yeah, there are a lot of racist white people, but there are a lot of racist people in general. It's not exclusive to white people. Like there's just a lot of racist people, mm-hmm. and ironically, some of the most racist people I've met have been Mexican. It's it's weird. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird because they have that very exclusive mentality of like 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 you said you're not one of us. No, like but white, black people are the same way though. White people aren't like that. They might think that way, but they, they like bury that deep within themselves, oh, yeah. and they'll like they'll be like, but I have to be I have to have, uh, exhibit well manners though. The white guilt. That's what <laughs> it's, it is. It's you know, they're just like, I don't like this person, but I'll be nice to them. Whereas like Mexicans are just like, fuck you, white boy. Like yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is that like. If you look at like Mexicans and blacks, they, yeah. they, their racism is different. Mexicans are very a tight knit family almost. Mm. Like it, it's it, and that just comes from big families. This is like, oh, you're Mexican too. Cool, come on in. Your name's Lopez. Close enough. You know? <laughs> close. Is like hating on people with the last name Lopez. Yeah, that's that's acceptable. <laughs> it's like it's like they're at the door. And like, what's the password? And, like, as long as you say some kind of Mexican last name, they're like, all right. Dude, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I'd live that in real life. I'm not no, even fucking no, with no, you. No, no, you got to be shitting me. Dude. You got to be shitting me. <laughs> Diamond's uncle on her dad's side, the first time I met him, I walked up to the door. He would not let me in the house. Yeah, yeah. You can fucking ask Diamond to verify this. He looks at me dead in the face, and he goes... You Mexican? I was like, yeah, man, half. And he's like, nah, what's your last name? I told him my last name. Mm. He didn't believe me. Mm. I had to show my fucking ID. Yeah. And at this point, I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm looking at it like, man, I want to fucking hit this guy. I don't even want to fucking go in this. I'm like, fuck this guy. I want to go in your house. You're being this fucking judgmental. Yeah, yeah. That I literally had to show you some fucking identification for you to let me in your house. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty brutal. But it happened. Yeah. The moment I got into his house, now we're cool. He's like, hey, man, you want a fucking beer? You want a soda? Like, what do you want? And I'm like, like, dude. Like, like how you're doing the voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is totally, that's totally an accurate thing, by the way. Like, I know that sounds like a stereotype, but that's, that's totally accurate. Yeah, he would not let me in the house. Like, I was a fucking enemy until the moment that I, I, I proved to him. I was Mexican, then all of a sudden... Did you eat corn in a cup in front of him? Fuck no, but I want is, some corn in the cup, though. <laughs> is that how you verified it? <laughs> Orale, I know how to make it. I know all the ingredients. It sounds gross, but it's delicious. <laughs> no, the, the real test yeah. is like, hey, do you eat bubble corn big red on Sundays? Fuck yeah, I do. You know what it is, right? No, Fuck no, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. But, that's, but hey, wait, hold on, hold on. That's totally Tex-Mex, though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now you're going to have those purists that are be like, they're from Mexico and shit. What, LA like, Mexicans? No, no. I mean, you have LA Mexicans too. <laughs> Man, I've gotten into that conversation with uh, some LA people before, with some California people. Well, how the Mexicans are different here? Yeah. Well, not just the, not just the, the food. The food. Yes. Especially the food. California Mexican food. I'm putting it on the record now. I fucking hate it. I hey, mean, California And, and they feel the same way about yep. Texican. Uh, Tex-Mex. Te- Texican. Texican. Tex- Texican food. Goddamn Texican food. Goddamn. Texican. No, Can no. we call Tex-Mex Texican no, now? No, no, we, we. <laughs> we're like goddamn Calexicans, and they're like goddamn Texicans. <laughs> they have that. They just all speak like Valley girls. Yeah. They, oh my god. Fish tacos. Oh my god. I hate Tex-Mex. I hate Texican. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, batch. No. Um. And then our Mexican girls are like, "Come at me, bitch, fucking puta." Yeah. <laughs> no. Puta, by the way. <laughs> For our non-Hispanic friends out there. Means no. best friend. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it means homegirl. <laughs> yeah, you'll she, see it when you're at the club, like, what's up, puta? I was thinking about that Pablo Francisco bit. <laughs> she been calling me a puta since the third grade. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, anyway. Oh, yeah, we're trolling off there. That's that's huge trail. But yeah, it, it is funny though that like that that's a thing, and I'm I'm glad you know that because I lived in California for two years, man, and I didn't ah. I didn't like the Mexican food up there. That's one of the reasons why I came back. Mm. And I'm kind of like anti-California in general when it comes to food. Um, Isn't that just some like bullshit like Mexican on Mexican hate crime though? In a way, in a way, dude. There's just so, there's <laughs> too many of us. <laughs> <There's> t- <laughs> I mean, so much so. So that- you're saying we should build that wall? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> No, we shouldn't. But, That's but fucked up. I watch a lot of prison documentaries. And I bet you do. I do. <laughs> Fucking do. You, just for the rape, right? Yes. Just for the prison rape? <laughs> like, I especially enjoy the prison rape. With my bowl of popcorn. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's not me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that I bet more than anything, rape jokes are okay if it involves two men raping each other oh, yeah. in prison. Like, people are okay with that. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. No, but what I was going to say about the prison thing is is there's so many Mexicans that whites have their little group, mm-hmm. blacks have theirs. Yep. There's others, <clears throat> which are like Hawaiian and Asian people. How dare you? Maybe we're the others. <laughs> and then there's there's the Mexicans are literally separated. 
in the sense of like they don't they're not one thing. There's nor- Nortenos and Serenos. You said that very white. Well. <laughs> There's Nortenos and Serenos. <laughs> what are they? They got the Nortenos. There you and go. The Serenos. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> At least you got the Enya right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, but yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. A little squiggly. <laughs> yeah, the, what's that called? Uh, tilda. Uh, Matilda? <laughs> no. <laughs> tilda. I think tilda. it's I think it's called a Tilda. I think that's what it's called. I believe. Somebody correct me out there if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I, earlier I said Enya and I thought about the band or that group Enya. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> That band sounds familiar, but I'm not. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, cool. No, you don't need to know. You don't need to know. If you don't know, you don't need to know. That's it. Dude, speaking of music, I know this is completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you get off topic? It's bullshit. It kind of goes into the whole creative thing and, and the free thing. But if it's if it's pertinent to the conversation, by all means, go ahead. But otherwise, I don't know if it is. It was just, it's just a real short thing. I, I, I don't like that. Um, so I heard new Linkin Park and I heard new Papa Roach. Okay. And I don't. Uh, what is it with bands now? Like moving away from what they once were. Linkin Park, I wasn't a fan of uh, great musicians, but they they've gone real poppy, and so Incubus <clears> too, man. I'm I, I'm not mad at that, by the way. I will say I don't really like those bands either way mm-hmm. necessarily, but I'm all for uh, evolving as an artist and developing your style. I am too, but it sounds like a downgrade. Because yeah, but they're that, going but that, electronic. But that's your personal preference. For them, they're just doing what they always did. Like, like for instance, Linkin Park's always been pop. They've always been doing whatever's popular. Mm-hmm. So, but or, they, or around the around the they've qu- taken away guitars though. And yeah, it's more like but, electric but, devil boxes. But it doesn't matter. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like when when they started off during that whole fucking like new metal phase, like mm-hmm. they were fucking second rate, third rate new metal anyway. Like they were just doing some bullshit pop shit. You know, there yeah. were there were some bands that were actually doing cool shit, and they were just kind of like very watered down just very basic very mainstream just trying to fucking cater to the lowest common denominator Mm -hmm. and they've always kind of done that that's been their thing Mm -hmm. so just as pop has evolved in a way whatever is new and whatever's trending in pop culture they're kind of just integrating that into their style and electronic music has been really big lately in the yeah. in the pop world, especially. Yeah, because Incubus is getting into that fold yeah. too, and it's just. But like, as I'm dude. saying, those those bands have a pop element to them, so they're kind of just following whatever pop's doing. You know what I'm saying? And in that way, yeah, they're they're going away from their roots of being like a rock band or like a live more of a live feel with guitars and shit. But I don't think they really care because I don't think they want to yeah. be constrained to those genres. And I, and in that way, I can admire that. I don't like the music, mm-hmm. but I can admire the the total disregard for like having to uh, maintain a certain style. You know I mean, I like. I, guess I, I for like, me, it's I, I want another science or fungus among among us. Type yeah, of but that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I think that's what it is because with Linkin Park and, and Papa Roach, I don't really care enough about those bands and invested in them to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was just weird hearing it because I'm like, what the fuck? Eh. And then I heard Incubus do it too, and I'm like, dude, come on, you guys had some great albums. I'm not mad at it, and quite frankly, I'm 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 a little bit disappointed in music fans in general when they expect any artist to just have a sound and stick with it. Like that kind of mm-hmm. pisses me off, and it pisses me off when when people uh, don't like experimenting uh bands Mm -hmm. like 
I, but don't get me wrong. I like that. No, it, I, I guess I it just didn't like it. go down. I know you like it. The route that I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're just you're just coming from an angle of like, man, I really liked this band at one point, and mm-hmm. now they're just doing something way different, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of disappointing. Yeah, but yeah, you just kind of kind of have to live with that. Like people feel that way about like Mastodon, for instance, or whatever. Like I hear that a lot about Mastodon, by the way. Like, cause they hating be, on a band that's always been experimental. Yeah, but but it's because <laughs> when they started off, they were a little bit heavier, and they kind of had more of that sound. Mm-hmm. So, and they've been kind of going gradually away from like they're still pretty heavy in that, like in, in fundamentally, like they're not the heaviest band. Like I wouldn't even consider them necessarily a metal band, and I don't think they consider themselves a metal band. But they've been very experimental, and they have that metal foundation. They have those elements that that tie them all together, you know. Very like, progressive. Well, yeah. I mean, they came together in the sense of like uh, that band Neurosis. So anybody anybody that's familiar with Neurosis, like they all came together because they were fans of Neurosis. And the lead vocalist Scott Kelly from Neurosis is on one track on every single Mastodon album. Oh. So it's one of those things. Like there's, they have a huge respect for that band and Neurosis themselves. By the way, although starting off as a sludge metal band, kind of developed into something way fucking different and experimental and having that as part of their overall sound as well, mm-hmm. ranging from like acoustic to folk music to just long droning kind of crazy, like transcendental meditative kind of shit. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I guess my whole argument with that was just, <clears throat> I like when bands experiment and challenge themselves. I don't like when a band, I, I feel like they, they, it's it's taking the easy route. It's like what's popular? Let's let's jump on that train. Yeah, that, but, that's the thing that bugs me. Because like even with Lamb of God, when fucking Randy started singing, mm-hmm. I actually like that song. He kind of has like yeah, an Alice but, in Chains kind of vibe. But so many people took that approach with that mm-hmm. as well, where they said they thought the same thing about them. Of mm-hmm. oh, they're just catering to you know pop fans, and they're just they're getting watered down and this kind of that. So I mean, it's just it's. It's all about perspective. Yeah. You know, it's just all about your preference and mm-hmm. what you feel about this or that, whatever, where a band should be going. And realistically, nobody should really have... I mean, obviously, everyone has their own opinion, but no one should really uh, <laughs> you know, have a say in what an artist does. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like That person's going to do whatever. They, you know, that group is going to do whatever they do. And that's where they are in their life and that's what is important to them and i respect artists that can be true to themselves mm-hmm. so if you're an artist and you started off very fringe and at a certain point you developed a very mainstream sensibility or started just listening to more pop music or something outside of your uh um your genre your familiar genre that you're classified in I have more respect for that for those bands because at least they're branching out and they're trying something new. Even if it's not new in the sense of overall, like it's been done, but it's new for them. Yeah. I like that. And I like bands that do that. But I didn't really ever really like Lincoln Park, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I, that. I, I was a big fan either. Just, nah. it, it's, it's nice to hear your perspective on that, though. Hey. You know. All right. <laughs> I like bands that say fuck. No, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> In no, that case, I'm going to make no. a band called Fuck. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, by the way, so two things. One, I do have in the works an idea for a band called Hate Kill Fuck, just because it'd be funny. It's yes. more of a tongue-in-cheek kind of satire towards like death metal, like very, 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 very intense metal that's just like... <laughs> and just like... <laughs> like just, yeah, kind of satirizing that shit just a little bit. But it would be really fun as well. So think like Ghost 
in terms of like their image with the way they kind of satirize the whole like Satan thing, mm-hmm. even though it's, you know, they have this like black metal look and this whole, uh, but they actually, yeah, they look completely different than what it, I thought they were going to sound. Exactly. <laughs> so something like that, but like, uh, yeah, hate kill fuck. I think it'd be funny. I think you're still going to want to do Chingo Chingasos too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, all kinds of ideas. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the other thing I was going to mention was again, trying to at least tie this whole tangent somewhat back to what we were talking about <laughs> for god's sake but uh <laughs> um uh the idea that like uh even in terms of censorship and stuff like that um marilyn manson uh was a huge influence on me when i was like in fourth grade put it that way i think i was like eight or nine wow when i listened to <laughs> i started listening to like nine inch nails and and marilyn manson and shit like that and, industrial uh, metal yeah and my mom fucking hated it uh, i'm sure she did <laughs> she fucking hated it and my dad was all about it he was totally cool about it my he mom liked... was accepting of it <laughs> and until i got into like cradle filth then she wanted to drive the truck into a fucking wall see but yeah, i think that's just because the delivery because cradle of filth is all like mm-hmm. <laughs> high ass fucking screams anyway anyway where are we going with that uh, I don't know. I wasn't, wasn't really going anywhere. I just thought it tied back to the whole censorship thing and this and that and the <laughs> delivery and whatnot. So, you know, Hey, but if you are, if you are writing music, by the way, which I know some of your lyrics are, are a bit profane mm-hmm. to certain extents. So, are you, but again, cussing in one of them happens to people would hear that and, and automatically think, you know, my, I actually remember showing my aunt one of them and she thought I was talking about Satan and, just being vile and i broke it down i was like no this song's actually about my stepdad and how much of a piece of shit he was and how he the song's called point the finger yeah and, i got you and so he was she was just like oh i didn't know that and then she started listening to the song from a different light and it's yeah. like yeah why are you being so judgmental right off the bat because i say fuck yeah but ultimately you can't really stop people's judgments from the beginning so that's that's really that's kind of where we're at ultimately is you can kind of um I guess you can kind of gear people in the right or steer them in the right direction. Like you kind of put them in that gear of like, um, uh, this is going to be considered profane or this is probably going to be displeasing to me in some way, shape or form, but providing a little bit of context around it maybe kind of helps a little bit mm-hmm. for anything that's considered obscene or profane or this or that, whatever. Cause I would hope, I would hope, I don't know for certain, but I would hope that somebody listening to this, uh, podcast this episode of this podcast for instance mm-hmm. would come out of this having gained a certain amount of perspective rather than being um offended or you know irritated or this or that or whatever so i guess if they made it this far then then <laughs> then then they're all right you know <laughs> right yeah Woo, you made it you made it you got to the end right this is probably the end yeah, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the at the end of the day man we we we, we want to have thought provoking conversations, yeah. But at the same time, we and like to sprinkle a little bit of humor in there. Oh, absolutely. So if you can learn to laugh at certain situations, I think you'll be all right. You know, and 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 you get it. <laughs> oh, okay. So so yeah. So everybody believes different things, and everybody believes they're right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> no, nobody thinks they're dumb. Nobody thinks they're wrong. <laughs> everybody just has these beliefs, and they think that they're they're doing what's right and they're in, in a way they're doing what's right for them i suppose you know the fact that they're living is a testament to their beliefs being somewhat 
true because they exist. So oh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure people listening to us right now think we're there's somebody out there going like these guys are freaking idiots. If it's not one of oh, us, oh no, I know, no, I know, no, I know for a fact. I know there's got to be somebody. <laughs> Fuck these guys, fucking dumbasses. Who wants? Who gives a shit what they think? Who fucking cares? Why are they even doing this? I think, man, I tell myself that shit. So I'm very self-deprecating, by the way. But uh, I'll be that way. But <laughs> no, but I always get over. It. I'm just like whatever. You know, part of it's like seeing just really, really shit content out there that's mm-hmm. just like terrible, like just garbage, just total garbage. And I'm just like, man, people consume this, you know. But if you're self-aware, I think that also helps you in, in your day-to-day life. It, I mean, yeah. to better yourself because you are. Yeah. You call yourself on your own bullshit, too, at times. Exactly. And I, and I hope people can see that at the very least because I don't want people to think that we're like pompous assholes, by the way, mm-hmm. or that we're like know-it-alls or this or that because I, I would never fucking claim that at mm-hmm. all. Like, we're t- simply Definitely. we're simply just offering our perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, like we said in the first podcast, we're going to fucking teach some shit and we're going to learn some we're shit. Gonna, yeah, we're going to learn some shit. So, you know, so if, so if people want to come on here and, like, talk to us about some of the shit that we've been talking about, like, by all means, you know, if you consider yourself an expert... Or even if you're just a regular fucking person that just has a, a, a complimentary um, perspective or a not so complimentary, like totally differing perspective that's just like, <laughs> you know, let's talk about this shit, you know, let's let's get a real conversation going with real people. And by the way, I mean, like uh, for people who want to contact us. Yeah. So if you have any questions or comments about anything, then yeah, please just feel free to comment us on on our website, you know, send us a, send us a comment, send us a message, send us a fucking insightful uh testimony into your life experience and you know send us an essay of your life or, or, <laughs> or just be like hey you guys suck fuck off <laughs> <laughs> no don't do that because because i will get depressed because yeah. i will read that and i will wallow in my own self-pity for like a day or two and then it'll take me a while to get out of that because i'm very sensitive <laughs> Be mindful of my sensitivity, please. <laughs> no, uh, no I'm, I'm exaggerating, but I do, I do take that shit to heart, admittedly. Yeah, um, and I, like, I, uh, I, I but, honestly but, feel the way we've talked. I think people get what we're saying, and I think people... I hope will, so. I would hope so. Yeah. You could say that, maybe based on people that we know when we talk to. Yeah. Those people get it, but like people that don't fucking know us that well. Yeah, I guess I, it doesn't matter how many times we tell them, we're not trying to offend you. <laughs> they're like, no, they're, they're trying to offend me. <laughs> no, 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 just, just, just... Just have a sense of humor about yourself, you know, and your beliefs and be willing to, to adjust. And that's something that's very hard to do because there's a lot of stubborn people out there. Just don't be so fucking stubborn, people. Like, you know, just just take yourself with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like, allow yourself to grow. Allow yourself to evolve. We should all do that. I love Pokemon. Unless you, unless you, unless you don't believe in <laughs> evolution. <laughs> you can say that word. We're a bunch of... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You fill in the blank. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. We're just, we're dude, we're fucking, we're part of the earth, man. <laughs> Come back as a fucking tree. I believe that. Blow in the wind. I believe it. Dude, I think it'd be a really good episode, by the way. Well, probably soon. I would think maybe even the next episode or two episodes from now. I want to talk about that. About what? About, about God. Oh, okay. Because uh, that relates to language. Because mm-hmm. it's the term... A little preview, a little preview here. Believe the word God is is tainted at this point because I think people have already created images mm-hmm. of what that term means, and people tie it to a religious thing that I don't necessarily think it belongs to. It's not 
ultimately tied to religion. I think it's tied to just a lot of different things. That episode's going to be fun. Huh? I said that episode's going to be fun. Yeah. Because I, I definitely, I think, I, I'm interested to see what, how our views kind of stack up on that. That would be interesting. I would like to get a guest on on here, too, as well. Yeah. That'd be really good. I have, I have somebody. Do you have, do, you have any, do you have anybody in mind? I have somebody in mind. I got I to gotta see if I can contact him about that. That'd be really cool. Nice. And in, in, in a non-confrontational way, by the way. And he's a pretty cool dude in that way. So we'll we'll see. We'll 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 see how things go. Let it let it ride. Well, this was fun. And I just want to say before we leave, um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I finally put my finger in. I've been sitting here drinking. Well, me and Adam both have been drinking like two or three different kinds of beers. And we started off light, getting a little darker. But that blood and honey tastes like Christmas. Christmas? Yeah. I thought it tasted like potpourri. It did, <laughs> which is not a good thing. But maybe it's because I've been drinking a little bit too much. Tasted like the smell of potpourri. Yeah, yeah. you know, now, you, you know, you can smell a taste. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, I know. And I'm busting ass. That devil egg. <laughs> when you're eating ass, you can really you can really smell the taste. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> and taste the smell. I think we should just end with that. Some butthole eating. Oh, God. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, shit. I don't know if that really relates to the music that I put. <laughs> <laughs> I made that music with a sense of wonder and mystery. By the way, before we go, I do, wa- I do want to give you an applaud. I-, I love the way that came out. Just one applaud? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Done. Not, not applause? No. Nope. Just one. You get one. <laughs> But yes, yeah, I, 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 I'm all. I made that myself. <laughs> Yay! By the way, I was gonna ask you, what timing is that in? Um, the uh, the guitar part yes. was like a like a. Well, actually, well, both parts are like a seven eight. Okay. And all you music nerds out there, or at least this is the way I, that I'm looking at it. At least the guitar part was a seven eight, and the bass, although still fitting in the same kind of uh, amount of space, mm-hmm. I kind of divided it into two subgrouplets of five. And then two subgrouplets of two, since they take up the same amount of space. Just as far as the accents are concerned. Nice. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah, because I heard it when I was at work, and I was just like, interesting. No, yeah, that's cool. I think it adds a little sense of kind of like, uh, not not turmoil, but just a little sense of like, um, I don't know, it's it's slightly off-putting, which is, which is nice. That's a little kind of, unease. Yeah, a little bit of unease going on there, you know, because it sounds nice. It's very major sounding, but mm-hmm. also very you know, puts you off a little bit of unease. I'm not trying to, not trying to intellectualize my work, but, but it's kind of a, no, it's kind of, that's what I was thinking. That's all I was trying to aim for. So hopefully that, that fucking worked and hopefully it was interpreted that way by people. I heard that it was kind of creepy and I'm like, I wasn't trying to be creepy. I was just trying to be a little, a little mysterious. I'm sorry if that, I'm sorry if mystery creeps you out. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, here's that music, by the way. Oh! Hey!